Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. feeling about that digging it man that's a good that's a, the reflection on the windows was, beautiful right how you doing mike doing good man how you doing you still surviving florida i'm loving it you are loving it oh yeah yeah all right i got a quick question for you and you, you don't have to answer it now but i was thinking if you're around next week for for like uh because Sid's in town, I would love to like set up green screen and stuff. I don't know if you're able to pull that off. Yeah, I can, I can figure something out. All right, we can even do it like FaceTime. Okay, that works. Maybe that's easier. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this is not my house, everybody. I have, I have, uh, this is like a neighbor's neighbor's house somewhere in florida and um i have so many people my so the other day my we're gonna get to some things today too all right we're gonna i'm gonna show random stuff and we'll just get into some stuff but i had a huge family gathering this past weekend memorial day weekend it's my youngest daughter graduated from high school yes I got to be honest with you, this kid is, she's just like me as far as she couldn't stand school. She likes friends and all that jazz, but the whole, she, she didn't get it. So it was exciting to watch her slide headfirst into the final diploma, much like me. Um, I'm not saying you should be educated or whatever. I'm just saying. I wasn't a big fan of being in buildings, sitting in a chair, learning about something I didn't care about for eight hours a day. Um, so for the graduation, we must have had 15 people. So my wife's, my wife's like, Jim, uh, this one's coming down, that one's coming down. Okay, uh, that one's coming down. I said, D, where are we putting? We, we have two extra bedrooms. Where where are we? We were borrowing people's houses to put them up in like hotel. It was not so. It was not so. And all day long they'd be at my house. I don't know if I'm getting like it's an age thing or after a while I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Part part we had the party. It's over now. Everyone we're done. We're not hanging out for 72 straight hours. It was it was a lot of fun. We laughed really hard. Two major events happened. Well, a couple major events happened. One was my daughter from New Zealand showed up. I came walking in the house literally two hours before her sister graduates. She landed here after like a 24-hour trip, maybe even longer. I go walking in the house and I just kind of look and I see the group and I see her and she's like, hi. And I just, I've never been surprised of anything in my life. No one's ever pulled out. Oh, surprise dinner. Oh, surprise birthday. They've attempted it. 
I always knew something was going on. This, I can't believe this, this kid kept that, that secret. It was, so that was really exciting. That was an awesome moment to see all the sisters together, uh, the Brewer girls all together. Uh, and then <laughs> everyone starts leaving. And then my oldest daughter, she goes uh, kayaking with my youngest daughter. Now, where we live in Florida, there are gators. There's snapping turtles. Um, yesterday, I saw a rattlesnake. Yeah, see this thing, Mike. Thing was probably six feet long. Big rattlesnake going along the sides of the houses. And they come to the screen. Do the... And he's really? trying... Yeah, man. He's trying to... <laughs> he's trying to, like... He'd take his head and he'd bop it into the screen. I'll send you the pictures later if you want to interrupt. And he would, he would scroll along and then he, I don't know if he wanted to get to the water in the screened in area or he can sense that there were pets in there that he wanted to go in. I don't know. I think they go for rodents and stuff, but, and then, you know, now it's the big thing. When you see a rattlesnake, people are like, what the? Some people are like, yeah, I had one guy say, shoot it put a nine millimeter to the back of his head. I'm like, what? No. Why would I do that? <laughs> Stick it. Shoot that thing. Got a shotgun. Shoot it. Um, and then I had other people like, you have to call the the snake guy. Mike, his name was Mike. Mike the snake guy, the <laughs> rattlesnake guy. And I called, because I didn't, you know, part of you is, if you just walked out your door and, you didn't see it. You, you're going to get it. Uh, so some people are like, oh, you should remove it. Call Mike the Snake Guy. So I call Mike the Snake Guy. And Mike the Snake Guy goes, you know, where you live? I tell him, tell, let's say I say, um, I live on Fart Avenue. I'm not going to give you my name. He goes, again? Have you been here? He goes, yeah, oh, my God, I've removed three of them already. Like, really? He goes, I could be there in like 40 minutes. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll keep an eye on him. And then he slithered back into the marsh. So it was not you do, but so that was an exciting moment. And then my daughter, who came in from New Zealand, she goes out with my youngest daughter on the kayak. And uh, <laughs> I wish they were here to tell it. It's so much funny when when my youngest one tells it. So she's like, Dad. She, she, she comes back and I noticed she's sopping wet. My oldest daughter is sopping wet, huh? And my youngest daughter just can't, she can't stop laughing. She can't stop laughing. And she's asking for a number and she's got to borrow the car. I'm like, what is going on? So my oldest one is on a kayak and she's hyper on the kayak. And my youngest one goes, you all right? Like, you you whacked out? What's your problem? She goes, no, I just, I didn't get to do yoga. And I have all this energy. You know what? It's okay. I'm going to do the yoga now. And my youngest one goes, no, 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 no. You're not doing yoga on the kayak. This is the youngest one. And the oldest one gets up on her knees. And that's as far as she got. And she grabs onto the kayak because it starts it, it is it is tipping. It's tipping. It's going. There's nothing she can do about it. And she goes in full-blown panic, and the thing turtles over, and she's in the water. She goes under. 
There's a flip-flop floating away. Gators are going in the water. She's in full, full-blown hyperventilating panic mode. Not she's the she's an incredible swimmer. She's convinced the gators are gonna eat her. And if that's not gonna eat her, the snapping turtles are gonna take off her toes. It's not it. It's <laughs> so she's oh <laughs> she every time she grabbed onto the kayak. She would spit. She couldn't get up. She tried at least five times to get up on the thing. Couldn't get up. And then now the kayak is sinking. So oh it's it's going underwater. So she goes to the youngest one. She's like, get me on the kayak. Get me on the kayak. And the youngest one goes, take a deep breath. You're not coming on the kayak. You're going to take a deep breath. No alligators are going to eat you. They're afraid of you. Take a deep breath. No one's coming. Take it. And she talked this kid. She talked the older one down. She said, let me get on the back. She went, no, you're not. No, you're not tipping my kayak. I'm not going to tip your kayak over. You're not tipping my kayak over. You're going to hold on to the back of the kayak. You can, you can lean your body on it. But I'm going to paddle to the side where your ass is going to go back on land. And then we'll try to get your one flip-flop that's floating away and now save the kayak that's underwater and we'll get you back to dry land because you smell like swamp she smelled like swamp she her hair everything just smelled like lake swamp like marsh marsh so oh my god I was up to about 3.30 in the morning, and um, we almost had, we had a party, graduation party, and all the people were, it started at like 3 in the morning. Neighbors were there at 3 in the morning, and we got into this, my one neighbor, Chris, and my other neighbor, Bo. I go, you guys are ready to go bike riding? So here we go again. It's becoming a thing now. They saw the podcast. They want to drink or do what you do. They want to catch a buzz and go bike riding at night. So I said, let's, let's do it. So I got me, my neighbor. Now Bo goes, I don't want to do no bike riding, but I want to, I got a board, long board. I said, long board? Yeah, man, I got a long board. How about you drag, how about drag me behind on the long board? That, now that's, now that's fun. You, you two go on the bike and drag me on the long board. I said, what? They said, now, he goes, now I got to go to my house feed my dog so asking you right now if we're doing this you let me know because i'm gonna bring my longboard well okay yeah no we're done we look at each other yeah we're definitely doing it right yeah yeah we're doing it we're doing it he leaves forget about this guy ice cream cake came out forget it fat jimmy's crushing it i'm tired we're done he comes back like 20 totally forgot about Bo. he goes back He's got a skateboard. They call it longboard. Why did, longboard? Joe Sib would be very upset if you call it longboard. And he goes, you got rope? We didn't have any rope. So this weekend, we're going to relive that whole thing. So, yeah, we couldn't get it back. But we, uh, it, was, uh, it was a long couple of days, Mike. I'm just now started settling. <laughs> just now started settling. And I'm still at someone else's house. Jeez. Oh, yeah, after after a couple of days, it's nice to have company. But after a couple of days, like man, it's, it's been out. Is in my living room again. God, hey, what's up? 
How you doing? Good. So, uh, what are you doing today? I don't know. I know I'm not. I'm just leaving. Going on long bike rides. <laughs> long bike rides. All right. So, I had a really uh, amazing, amazing podcast with one of the Patreon members. And I'm pretty sure I want to post it here in Bruniverse. So I got to get his permission. This guy's fascinating. Um, he became, his name's Pastor Jay. He became a pastor because he was forced to. And it was a total pain. Like, you hear this guy, you're like, what? Because, yeah, man, I don't want to be no pastor. And he talks about the town he's from. And it's, it's, um, but long story short, you know, he watches the show. He watches, he watches the podcast. And he really, really, he said, Jim, if you, if you were a pastor, I got three, because you, if you were a pastor, how would you, what would you be best advice for people getting married? Like, wow. So I, so I gave him, you know, the advice and all that stuff. It's on the Patreon thing. And then, and then we talked about where we're at as far as just who we are as people. And what I mean by that is, am I the only one? I know I'm not the only one. I want you to think about everybody in your life right now that you see either every day or you talk to once in a while. Um, maybe you, you have coffee with them. Maybe you hang out with them every Maybe they're your neighbor. Uh, or you text people, you keep it, you know, you have the text threads and all that. If you think about all that, how much of that time is consumed by politics? Even if it's, and, and, and I'm not talking Biden, but I'm talking anything. Hey, did you hear in town? Hey, did you hear about the bill they wanted to pay? Hey, did you hear Ron DeSantis is, hey, did you hear blah, blah, blah? And, his, and then the whole, everything gets all stirred up again. Here we go again and blah, blah, blah. And the big question to that to me is, and I'm talking just as a person, as a citizen, uh, as a human. Am I the only one that feels this entire system has to be completely changed? And I don't mean in a violent way. I don't mean in a, um, in, a, in, a, in a radical movement way. I know I'm not the only one that, that realizes that we live in a sham. We live in a complete sham. School system's a sham, medical system, our political system is a sham. And every, every like, how much longer do we go, yeah, we're gonna do the two political systems and this side's bad and this side's good and this side believes in that and this side believes in that and in two years we'll get this and if we get the house and then long as you don't get the president, okay, well, they got the president, we got the house. And I, and I, I can't stand politics and I'm, 
it's 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 like you you have no choice because it's in your face now for the first time in history 24 7 and it's in your face 24 7 it's like a really rotten ass harasser at school they're but like bullies really is like you're walking down the street like hey man what's going on oh my god get out of my face i'm walking to school hey, you hear about uh santa's starting to run you hear what trump said about it you hear about biden with new law you this guy like they just it's you hear about the transsexual lbgq2 pride uh triple flag transgenderism male used to be female but is now the mayor like it's just it never and this one uh, uh it's just it's in your face. They're like harassers. Twenty. I don't. I don't want anything to do with it. No one wants anything to do with it. They're professional harassers. And <clears throat> it's like, where do you? I want everyone to to. Like, and it, it, just think about it. Think about like. Wh- wh- why, why, wh- why, why are we in a system? And this goes for like any nation. Why are we in a system where I can go talk to my neighbor and I'd be like, hey, you know, I need, uh, you know, this is going on. Like, oh, you need to call so-and-so. Oh, you need need to. And and I'd say 90%, if not more, of people that we come across are really kind and want to be accepted and are willing to help one another with almost anything. It's some are prestigious and all that. And you're, you're always going to have that <clears throat> egotistical and blah, blah, blah. Why do we have, why do we listen to representatives uh, in, in, in government places? Why do we listen to what they have to say? Because you can't, if you say they represent the people, no, they don't. No, they don't. Does Joe Biden represent you? Maybe he represents, you know, a handful of you. But why does that get to rule over an entire nation? You know, if you're a Republican, like how many Republicans are there? How many Democrats? Can't we all agree that it's all nonsense? I mean, think about how much time we spend working. How much time do you spend working? And how much of that time that you take away from your life, your family, your wife, your best friends, things that are really a necessity and essential in our lifetime. And you're just trying to make ends meet. And they take that money from you. We owe it to an IRS and then when we give it to them, they spend it on things that we fight over. Can you imagine someone just knocking on your door going, you want to live in this neighborhood? Well, you got to give me 50% of your money. And then, I, you know, I get to do whatever I want with it. You're a slave then. We're slaves. That's slavery. What, what, what else is that? Would explain what that is to me. Well, that's the system. System slavery. I'm working to give you most of my money, and when you take my money, you create you create a system 
that sends us to murder people and get murdered, uh, invade other people, innocent lives, um, teach hate. You stir the pot. You pretend things are going on. You allow anything you want. You get richer and richer and richer. Why are we doing this? Whoever runs, I really, you know what I'd love to see? It, 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 Santa's Trump, whoever's going. Why don't you all just get together? Just get together and figure it out with an open view forum. So we the people can watch it. And you should not have to rehearse. You shouldn't have to practice it. You should be all natural. Because then we could tell you're not lying and you're not staged. You know, I saw the interview with Trump where he's like, um, where they go, uh, you know, what would you do about the, the, the war in, in Ukraine and in Russia? He goes, I'd end it 24 hours. I've been listening to um, Robert Kenny Jr., who, by the way, show this picture that did, I found. I'm really listening to this. this guy fascinates me. Can you read this for me? All right. So he says, I'm trying to get people to forget about these party. Can you read it for me, Mike? I'm, I'm, I can't really. Identification. Yeah, it's a, I'm trying to get people to forget about their party identification and join a movement based on principles, free speech, constitutional government, protecting our freedoms guaranteed by the Bill of Rights. Um, that's what I'm talking about. And I'm not saying you need to be voting for him or whatever. I'd like to get him on the show. I don't know if he'd come on, but I'd like to get him. But that's what I've been saying over and over here. What, what, what stops that movement? Who said, if, if we're the people, if we're the ones, we're the ones affected. We're the ones that have to go buy groceries. We're the ones that don't have personal security with armed gar guards. We're the ones that are out in the fields. We're the ones in the cities. We're the ones getting robbed. We're the ones getting shot. We're the ones working. We're the ones struggling. We're the ones dealing with all the diseases. We're the ones. So clearly the system just has not worked. And I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. It hasn't worked. It doesn't work. Nobody trusts it. Who trusts the system? Who truly trusts the entire system? They failed miserably. All of them. I mean, think about England. You, you, a king or queen, that, that's your ruler, and just you set that in system for centuries? No offense to England, that may be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, what we do is pretty dumb, too, but that's right up there with dumb. So some can't, it's, it's, why? Who? Like, what, who says Prince Charles? I am Prince Charles. Says who? Just going along a blood. He could be the sickest 
psychotic individual in the world and you can't tell me if you got that much power and you know you can't get fired and you know you can't be overthrown you're not gonna be a little bit of a dick once in a while if not all the time and do some really shady stuff come on man the first time i got a red badge working for sears i was a Anyone I didn't like that need a void of like, yeah, no, my pen don't work. I guess you're going to have to uh, go find someone else to sign your void. You're a liar if you don't believe that exists. I shouldn't say you're a liar. You're ignorant. You're not taking time to sit and think. Who says they get to have great meetings? The world leaders. Who, who are these, who are the leaders? Why are they the leaders? Why are they the leaders? We're the leaders. And somewhere along the line, people forgot we're the leaders. We are, you are, you. In every single country, you, the person just simply listening, you fear your government, you fear it. Well, we don't wanna get it, well, we don't want, and that's right where they got you. They're criminals. They're criminals, proven criminals. If you and I did one quarter of the things they do, we would be put away for a lifetime. And we allow them to pass a law to control our lives. We allow them to tell us and dictate, dictate, dictatorship. You're not free. We allow them to dictate our lives, dictate how many vaccines we'll get, dictate our entire existence. Why do we continue to listen to this? I truly believe we do have potential for the greatest peace in the history of the world, but the only way to get rid of it is through love and understanding, which you and I are all capable of. I'm not sure governments, the criminals who are already criminals, are they capable of that? I don't, I don't believe they are. I'm not sure they are. So wouldn't it be incredible to like, I don't know, this is just wacky in my head. If I saw if I saw Trump and DeSantis and Robert Kenny Jr. get together with an open forum and just start here, here's the here's all the issues. This is what we like down here. This is what like what what I don't understand why we gotta wait for the debate, which is televised, tele. all scripted it's all rehearsed it's all camera blocked it's all prepped you think those do you think you think debates they just walk out you're really fooling yourself if you don't think that's well scripted well planned and well maneuvered well well done the roman empire never ended it's still rocking and rolling hard. And there's so many other 
I feel there's so many other secrets that everyone's discovering and we're starting to realize, wow, how long has this all been going on? How did we not understand? How did we not understand? How did we fall for this? But it's not doom and gloom. I really believe there will be a movement. There is a movement to walk away from it all. Literally walk away from it all. How amazing would it be one day where just nobody pays their taxes? Well, we're not paying our taxes. Nope, not paying them. And you're protected. Figure out who all the IRS is and go talk to them. Let's talk to all the IRS people. Let's put them on, on, on a forum where we the people get to speak to them and question them about the legitimacy and the legal right, if any, that they steal from us, that they take from us over and over and over. Life is so short, man. There's so much incredible, beautiful spirituality light in this world. And they are just spitting on the parade. They, they, they despise it. All for money, money and power. That's all it comes down to. Money, power, power, money. Money, power, power, money. That's it. That's all it comes down to. Um, here, matter of fact, I'm going to play a, a, a quick clip. And it was... And before I even play that, you know, on this Patreon with this Pastor Jay, he, he brought up an interesting example before we go into this thing. He brought up an interesting example. He goes, Jim, he, he, compared, he compared everything to garbage and rats, meaning in a town to clean up your own town. There's a pile of garbage, right? And the, gar the pile of garbage keeps getting higher and higher. And then the rats come. And there's tons of rats. And now you have a rat problem. How long have we just been trying to take care of the rats and get rid of the rats when no one's taking time to get rid of the garbage? All we're doing is getting rid of rats. How about we get rid of the garbage? And how do you do that? Well, let's look at something they... When I say they, meaning the system, the system has viciously, viciously attacked our homes, they viciously attacked your family. They went right for your children. They ripped your family apart. What they push in school? Um, I don't have to tell you. Kids don't know if they're a boy. Kids don't know if they're a girl. They're a girl, but they feel different body inside this. And they're angry. They're angry. They have hate in their heart. So many of them hate in their heart. That's a well-orchestrated plan to destroy your family. You know, the women's rights. Listen, everyone has rights. But that whole movement, the whole rah, rah, I'm better than you. And I, that's a dangerous attitude. It's no different than a man saying, I'm better than all of you. What's, no one's better. Everyone has a place. And all that did is just destroy the family even more. That's all it did. 
We need each other as a unit. Like a cycle. We really do. And that's all been tested and it's all been destroyed and continues to be destroyed. So how do you fix things? You've got to start in your own house. You have no choice. And I'll give you a little example. This Maria's crew that I talked about before. I had a, um, a group of friends up in Chester, New Jersey. Uh, we lost one, so I'll be flying up there this week. God rest his soul. FBI Bob. But the way this group came together, yeah, I would see all these guys in the coffee shop and I'd see them here and there. And I, I never would go out of my way to get to know them. Um, I would talk to, I, I remember there was a woman that come in, she was a grandma and she was complaining about her uh, daughter-in-law and their, their new grandbaby and she don't get to see it as much as she wants. And, and we started talking, it was great. It was like coffee therapy and it's free, it costs $3. You don't have to keep going back once a week and paying for it. And um, it was really, it was really healing for her. It's healing for, and then I would do that with whoever I'd see. This one's pregnant. Oh man, my wife's got three kids. We got three kids. Blah blah blah. And you just talk. You just talk. Coffee talk. And so, the one day, it, you know, if you don't know the story, this guy Rob would come in a couple of times. He'd come in. He had a really bad limp. And, a really weird attitude. He had a hoodie over his head and come in and gave it freaked everyone out. Long story short, after a couple of days, he leaves and I go up to the the owner, Maria. And I'm like, Maria, what is how miserable does this human being have to be that they that they bring this like dark cloud and and just like how what is going on in your life that you got to bring that negative energy here and she said jim i'll never forget her look she, she just went she made a deep sigh and she came from behind the counter with like a dish rag and she goes jim he's uh he's from staten island and he moved out here to get away from it all with his wife moved out in the country gonna build uh wine together and um well Two weeks into it, she's diagnosed and she only lasted two months and he's, she just passed and he doesn't have family. So I went, wow, I didn't see that coming. Matter of fact, it was, uh, I call him Phil the fireman. Phil fireman is sipping on his espresso and he goes, bet you didn't see that coming. He goes, don't worry about it. I didn't either. I was convinced he's just an asshole. And we kind of laughed. And I said, you know what? This guy's going to be my mission, Maria. She goes, well, you better hurry because he really, he doesn't allow, have a lot of hope. I'm not sure he wants to live. I said, no, no, no. He's, I've dealt with death. I've dealt with death. I've had, I've had multiple deaths. I think I know how to, I'm going to work on him. And I began to work on him every single day. Every single day. I would get in there and talk to him. Hey, man, my name's Jim. You know, Rob, you know. And next thing you know, I start telling a story. And I'm telling the story about, you know, my dad passing and that whole scenario and holding him to his last breath and the whole cardinal thing. And then this other guy hears me, this guy Lou. And he's in there all the time. And Lou goes, 
did you say something about a cardinal and your dad? I said, yeah. Now, they don't know who, they don't know I'm a comedian or been on TV and nothing. They just know me as the guy from town. As a matter of fact, this one landscaper would come in all the time. Um, and he, he'd always come in, like, hey, how are you? I said, good, man, how you doing? It's like, yeah. He thought I was the mayor. It was months and months later. He's like, do you like the mayor? I went, no. He goes, because I see everyone talks to you. Everyone talks to you. And I just laughed or whatever. So this guy, Lou, comes over and he starts telling me about the toughest loss for me was my father. And he goes, I have a cardinal story with it. And he shares his story, which is, it's pretty wise. It's, it's deep. It's heavy. It's all that jazz, man. It's real. And that's another thing. You know, I don't know where you're at in life, spiritually or God-wise. You don't, you don't have to. People think if you just say I'm into God, they, they visualize that you go to church every day and you're doing Bible study. And there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not what I'm talking about. Um, I just told the Cardinal story last night where my dad passed. He passed my arm, blah, blah, And long story short, he was, it was brutal. Uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a tough one. Dude, I have those mouth open cries. And um, it's, I, I, was, I was talking to God in my living room. I said, do we feel? Like, am I able to feel him when we pass? I just wish I can have a deeper connection. I want to I be able to understand a deeper connection. And I know that's not my right. And I know you're not going to tell me, God. But I just, I'm sorry. I just have such a hard time understanding he may be God. And then as I'm saying this, the window in the next room starts tapping. I, I mean, what are the odds of that? And I go over there and it's a cardinal. And I'm a little, I'm like, it's a little weird. What is that? Is that a coincidence? For some of you, maybe. Maybe if I wasn't doing that, that whole talking to God at that moment. That cardinal, I kept walking away, kept like going against the window. It kept going against the window. So long story short, it the cardinal showed up every day. And we're hitting that window. And he start early in the morning with the window where my dad passed away. He started that window early in the morning and then go around to the laundry room and then back to the room where I found him. When he started banging against the thing and I walked over. And those are the only three windows he would hit all the time. And this went every day. Through the winter, this happened in October, went through November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, one year anniversary for the Cardinal, being there every day, hitting the windows. And during that whole time, I still wasn't healed from my dad. I'd have those cries. And then another, we go through another winter and not until March, a year and a half later, I was in Turks and Caicos, we were on a big vacation, and I had one of those horrible, and you get exhausted when you cry like that. It comes from somewhere deeper. And um, I said, oh my God, I am dad. 
I am so sorry. I was like, God, I'm, I'm giving, I'm letting them go. I apologize for holding on this long. I need to grow up. I need to heal. This is, this is what life is. And I came home, you know, my father-in-law was watching the house and he, he says, Hey, that bird is gone. Who do you mean the bird? Cause the Cardinal that would bang, I noticed in the middle of the week, he was just, he just stopped. I noticed it was quiet. What is that? Is he gonna tell me that's a coincidence or like, I, I don't know what it is. I'm not gonna define it. I just know what happened. And I know my feelings and the feelings. So I'm bringing this to this guy and this guy kiss his story. He tells his story. Now he's all in it. Then I get to know him more and he's sad as he brings his autistic son. Um, and then FBI Bob and then long story short, we built a community there. We're like, hey, you know, what's what's your deal? And what's your deal? And this one and that one. And when I say, and they still hang out like every weekend. They still are in front of Maria's coffee shop in downtown Chester. If you drive past Chester, New Jersey, you will see them all hanging out, usually between like 7:45 and 9 a.m. And we had we continue to treat each other with respect and, and care and understanding and loving. We go out. They go out every weekend still. We would, we would, we'd have Barbie nonstop. Why isn't everyone? And that mix is anti-vaxxers. Huge MAGA guy huge MAGA hater, huge pro-vaccine, like pissed off, foam at the mouth. You guys, who are you, one of those anti-vaxxers? You have all different beliefs. And we're able to put all that aside and not even think about it. And every time or any time it starts to come up, everyone pushes it aside and says, let's, let's stick to what bonds us. And what bonds us all? The humanity in us all. The morality in us all. The love in us all. The understanding in us all. If, if we can do that in a little coffee shop, where people all divided. That's where we got to get to as a nation, as a world, not just here, everywhere. <sighs> I think John Lennon was right. That song Imagine was, was something else. And I don't feel I don't feel chaotic or anything. I just feel very peaceful about it. I just feel very peaceful that there will come a time where the the criminals know it's time to go away. Go away. Don't ever come back.
because you you're not in our interest because the human interest is not a certain bill and all that jazz. A human interest is to take care of each other. And I don't hear one politician ever talk about that. So think about this because it's going to get nuts over the next year and a half. They're going to try real hard with race division, the gender division. Oh, tr trust me. All black people, listen tightly. All white people, listen tightly. They are going to come. If you saw it two years ago, oh, pfft. You know there's a video coming soon. You know there's a video coming soon. But now you know their tactics. Their hate tactics. The more you ignore them, the more the harder they try, and you start to see it more and more. And it becomes almost comical because they look desperate. Let's all be like Maria's Cafe in Chestnut, New Jersey. Let's start looking after one another. Forget the videos today, Mike. I, I feel like we got to end with this, no? Yeah, no, that's that's a good way to go about it. <laughs> yeah. We'll just do that. Oh, I and by the by yeah. the way, um, if anybody wants to check out Pastor Jay, if you go back to episode thirty, we had Pastor Jay on. So did we really? Yeah, well, we had him and uh, Monty Franklin. So yeah, you can check him out. Oh wow! Yeah, episode thirty. Yeah, it was a long one too. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, dude, he really—he's a fascinating guy. I remember I called um, I I I, I called Larry the Cable Guy. I'm like, dude, we got this is a movie right here. We got to do this guy's movie. Um, he's an incredible human being. I'm definitely gonna—I want to air that, but for the time being, it's Patreon. So. Yeah, even if you want to just listen, jump over on Patreon and listen to that Pastor Jay. Actually, all of them, all the all the Patreon people are pretty amazing. They really are. They've done incredible interviews. I, I they're all stimulating, fun. It's it's absolutely amazing. So, I got some shows coming up. Um, of course, that's the comedy side. That'll be in what what I can't even say. Wahawken, Wahawken, Wahawken. Are you able to put my site up? It's in June, right? Is it this month? Yeah, June 15th. June 15th. Damn. It's coming up quick. Okay. And what's the other one? Dubuque, Iowa. So we got Dubuque, Iowa, and um, and that's it. Besides Naples and working out material in Naples, working out material in Tampa. Um, and then the other big thing is the True Brew Weekend. That's in September. I believe it's 15, 16, 17? When is that, Mike? 16th, 17th. 16th, 17th. So I see you guys that. Those tickets are going really fast, and we're only in June. We're only in June. It's going to sell out, which is going to be super awesome. Um, so with that, I wish you all a great week. I'm so blessed to have my family around. Uh, I have, I'm super blessed to have awesome neighbors. And... Um, I think tonight I'll round up my neighbor and Bo, get a couple cocktails in him, and we'll pull him around on a bike late <laughs> night. <laughs> All right, man. Everyone have a good one. Thanks for checking in the Pruniverse. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Take care, Mike. Take care, man. Take a look.
This is Jim Brewer, and I got my own Patreon page, and hopefully you'll check it out. Live comedy concert streamed once a month. Weekly, you host your own podcast, and you interview me. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week, and have bonus footage and bonus segments. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page, and I'll see you there. And then you come to the screen and just do the...